0: Hello, everyone. I'm going to go ahead and get our panelists promoted to, uh, let's get some of our people here up into the panelist mode so we can see all their beautiful faces. Hello, Tiffany. Hello, Katerina. Okay. Alegna. Vanessa. Hi. Hi. Okay, so We are already live, and I'm going to get us live on our Facebook fan page in just a second here, and then we will get going. So I want to go ahead and welcome everyone who is attending as a guest, as an attendee. Um, It looks like, Vanessa, you're on twice, but I'll just promote you both. I don't know if you have your phone, and oh, look at all these pretty faces. Okay, Uh, well, if anybody else comes on, I'll go ahead and make sure um, I'm going to go ahead and mute everybody. Uh, and it does take just a minute for me to get us on Facebook, um, on our Facebook fan page. So just so you guys know, the attendees and the panelists, I will be sharing the replay of this uh, festival inside our Facebook group, community group. It's a big group. It has like, I don't know, 4,000 people in there. So they will it will live there. And then I would recommend that you guys like and comment the video and share your information below so that people have survived resonating with your story and your brand and your products and all that stuff that they know how to follow you either on Instagram or your website or what have you. Okay, so let me just go ahead and this does take a minute to go live on Facebook. So just oops, nope, I did the wrong thing. Let's see here. We're going to go ahead and go live on Facebook and then we'll do a quick introduction and we are going to be going for a two full hours so for any attendee um, if you guys can't stay for the entire uh, two-hour two-hour festival again we will have the replay available for you as well we will also be sending out uh, a link to the replay so again uh, if you can't find the replay uh, on the fan page I'll go ahead and make sure that you get that in an email okay let's see here holistic fashionista Okay, it's just gonna take a minute.
1: One, two, three, four, five, six, six
0: eight. Okay, repeat.
1: have eight.
0: Okay. The festival. All right, we're almost there, just another minute or so, and we'll get this party started. And it just let me share on the Facebook page and the Facebook group at the same time, which that must be like a new feature. Uh, So it should be live in both areas at this point, okay? So I'm just gonna go ahead and get this party started. We'll do a quick little intro and... uh, We're going to be talking all things spirituality today. Uh, If you're brand new to Holistic Fashionista, I want to welcome you. Uh, We do a monthly virtual event called the Empress Festival to help you transition out of third dimensional um, thinking and into fifth dimensional living. And we'll go into further what that means. And um, let me just make sure. I'll light this video here for a second. And uh, so, if you're brand new to holistic fashionista and you're not sure what the heck we're talking about here, as far as fifth dimension or third dimension, I know this is a term that can be very new to a lot of people. But um, the, uh, my background is really in astrology, and one of the uh, one of the placements that's going on uh, historically right now for the next 2,100 years is we are in an era called the Age of Aquarius. And in I believe it was in late 2012, we. Transitioned out of the age of Pisces, which was an era where there was lots of illusions. There was lots of shadows There was a lots of playing uh, follow the leader But as we started to transition which is where this huge awakening this global awakening is happening uh, Started to manifest and it was because it wasn't because of Armageddon It was because of this new era and the age of Aquarius is all about you becoming the master teacher So what you have here at the Empress Festival is a bunch of master teachers to start your path or to continue on your path to owning your own spotlight, to becoming your own master teacher, whether that's in your family, if that's in a business, uh, what have you, and to do it in such a way that we are being led by the divine, okay? So fifth dimensional living is really, um, it's really a perspective or an energy where everything you do, we're doing intuitively or doing it with spirit. Uh, We're doing it in a place where we can have instant and miraculous healing. Uh, We can manifest things at lightning speed. It is a place where we open our heart chakra so that we can actually receive all that is available to us. Um, So it really doesn't matter where you are in your journey. If you're trying to heal your body, if you're trying to repair a relationship or manifest a soulmate, if you're trying to create a business or discover your life path, what we have here today Is a bunch of master teachers who have areas of expertise that are all over the gamut and they're here to uh, join me in a discussion, in a sacred discussion that happens intuitively. Um, I will be asking certain questions to help you guys get to know them, to understand their products and services. If you want to use, uh, if you want to take the next step with them, if you want to learn more about who they are, we will be talking about where to find them on Instagram, uh, their website and what have you. But the biggest takeaway that I really want all of our attendees to uh, take away is that you are divine light and when you really come to understand that you are literally a walking superpower, um, and this isn't just some you know fluffy thing that we're trying to sell here, this is literally, we have all seen miraculous um, things happen in our life as soon as we surrendered uh, to the divine, and we finally got to an, a place in our existence where we know that what we think about and the emotions that we feel um, are dictating our reality. So if you took a moment right now to look around your house or to look around your car or wherever you're watching this right now, it is a reflection of all of your past thoughts, all of the beliefs that you have about yourself. So if there's things that you don't have yet that you want, all it all begins with the mind, with the heart, with the energy that we are emitting so the goal of the empress festival is to help raise your vibration so that we into these higher realms like the fourth dimension which i like to consider the uh the 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 probation period you know it's when you get a glimpse of something being much more synchronistic than you could ever try to explain and you are questioning things but you're starting to realize that we are in a universe that is pure magic. So the third dimension is really, um, it's really a place where we um, take things really literal. Uh, we, we think about things analytically. Um, we use our, uh, we're, our left brain more than our right brain. We, 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 we need science and logic. So the 3D is like always based around like, prove it to me. But when you have something miraculous that happens in your life, whether you've lost a loved one and they showed up somewhere, or maybe you've seen a spirit before, or maybe you started seeing all these synchronicities that like literally just don't even make sense. You're like, how is that even possible? Well, what's happening is you're entering into a realm called the 4D. And in that 4D is an opportunity for you to make a choice a decision that you're either going to step fully into the 5D and and believe that these signs, uh, know that these signs are actually leading you to the next step. Because the thing about the universe is it will not show you the next door without you opening the first door. So you know how in high school and junior high and college even, we're always taught that we have to have a plan that we have to think things through, and we have to know where we're going, and we have to have this, this grandiose plan for our life. And how many of us have gone to college, and it didn't really turn out the way we planned it to be? Well, in the 5D, it's not about the plan. It's about trusting the process. And that process is being able to open doors that might be scary, And there might be shadows behind those doors and there might be lessons that are going to be hard to swallow and people that you're going to have to give up in your life in order to have that divine path be shown to you. So if you are listening to this and you're on a path of trying to discover your life path, you know, there's so many things out there. People, I want to know my purpose. I want to know my purpose. But if you really think about it, your purpose has always been there. It's just about you being brave enough, vulnerable enough, and believing enough to open these doors. So I am hoping that our guests, our panelists today, are gonna help open these doors for you. And we're gonna get little nuggets of all different areas of spirituality here. Um, I have chosen these specific people because they are people that I like to stalk myself on Instagram. I love seeing what all of these beautiful souls are doing. They have been they have been catalysts in my own life. I have been on my own spiritual journey. I have had my own dark night of the soul. Uh, we will talk a little bit about uh, Um, the uh, the terminology, you know, I think we're going to throw around some words and we're going to think that everybody knows what we're talking about. So we will do a little bit of vocab overview in the Empress Festival. So if you're brand new to like, what is this going on? What is this, you know, festival that I'm attending right now? A lot of you guys are already on the path, but we'll do some vocab. But what I really want for you to do is take a step back, have your pen and paper, I'm going to be taking notes too. I am always, t. I'm the best teachers are always the best students. Um, So I'm going to be a student today, even though I'm going to be the host today, um, to learn from these magical women um, who have their own story and their own ascension process that they've been walking this divine path. And because of that, they have found their life purpose. And now we're going to share that with you. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go around Um, let me see, go around the circle here and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to call in everybody. And what I want you guys to do is just introduce yourself, your full name. Um, if you have a website, your website address, your Instagram, uh, what it is that you do, what problem you solve and who you solve it for. Okay. And I'm just going to start with you, Katerina
2: hi thank you for having me Um, i'm katarina butterfield and my instagram is one manifesting queen i started my journey about 11 years ago i was in a really dysfunctional marriage and i literally packed a bag and ran with my my sons to get away from it and um what I really realized was I was in the situation because I didn't feel worthy of love. I didn't feel worthy of being treated well. I didn't feel, um, oh, I was in a, I recognized that there was something missing in me and nobody can love me more than me. So I needed to find it. So I I started my journey with personal development and I am a NLP trainer now. So NLP is neuro-linguistic programming. So it was all about the mind and how that little voice works and how it can um, get you to do things where, you know, consciously you're thinking, I don't want to do this. And then next minute there's this thing in your head and you're doing it and you're, you're thinking why is it consciously I'm thinking of something, but I'm unconsciously, I'm doing the things I don't want to do, the focus, that focus. Um, So it was really interesting to learn all about that. So I, I understood how the mind was working, but then I still felt that my spirit hadn't quite healed. So I, I went into women's circles and women's circles was the most freeing experience for my soul. Being around women, being about, around women who are um, really supportive and loving and like-minded was just the most grounding and beautiful experience I have ever felt. And being isolated previously and being disconnected from women, from myself, from my spirit, my, my gut intuition that I'd shut down, um, lining them together was the most empowering experience I've ever felt. Um, being around women is just a beautiful healing experience, you know, and the knowledge and wisdom that is shared amongst women is just so empowering. And it's, it's amazing how we all have a little piece of each other in, in each other. You know, we, we all have those moments of feeling isolated or feeling not worthy or the confidence, and it's amazing when you you see it in each other, and and you're able to heal each other, and it just comes together in the most beautiful way, and you know now. So now, in my teachings, I teach the healing of women. That, that beautiful healing of being in the circle and also that that mental, the, uh, the, the way our subconscious mind works. So I, I work with a lot of women around the world online and in groups and work together in co- creating that community that is, you know, a lot of women really miss these days, you know, It's amazing how isolated we've all kind of become because of careers, being mums, being, serving everybody else and not ourselves. It's amazing who we're, we're talking to now. I'm so, first of all,
0: I'm already like getting choked up because like, I mean, I, you guys know, I talk a lot on my Instagram. I'm a very candid person. I'm very open and honest and it has been through my own healing, that I've been able to be so open, and now I'm attracting so many amazing high vibrational women. And it has is, it is literally been the women, and I'm so glad you brought this up. We're already having this discussion, and I am going to give everybody a chance to kind of go over what they do. But we're already getting into this, um, finding that that soul family that's going to support you and listen to you and not judge you. And no matter how long it takes, you know how much how much time do we usually? feel guilty. Like I've been talking about myself for too long and like having these women that are just like, I'm just going to hold space for you. Um, so for the people that are listening and they're, you know, they've got their friend group, but sometimes, you know, they don't all the way feel heard. I feel like when you find your soul family, it's like, it's like, you're never too weird. You know, you're never too pathetic. You're never too emotional. It's like, you just need someone to hear you. But then when they hear you, what they're really doing Is there being a mirror um, and they're helping you to figure it out for yourself. You know, it's not so much about like, oh, forget about him. Move on. And, you know, this is really a a, just holding space. So I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm so happy to have you here, Katarina. Thank you for sharing and we'll get back into some more information. Okay, so let's go ahead. Um, Allegna. Hello.
3: Hello, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, My name is Allegna Moss from Vivid Seeds and you can find me on Instagram at Vivid Seeds or at uh, VividSeeds.com. And I am a brand strategist and intuitive web designer. It is my soul's mission to to also work with women. Um, I feel very deeply called to work with women and to help them express and own their inner magic. So I feel like my journey, and I'm not gonna go deeply, too deep into my journey quite yet, but basically, you know, I've always spent my life dimming my own light and hiding that I feel like that was all to prepare me to to own, really own my power and show others that it's safe to express yourself, that it's safe to be authentic and vulnerable in the world and to create uh, an abundant business, an abundant um, offering, sacred offering and you know, share your gifts with the world. So it's that, that's kind of my mission, helping women really get into alignment, soul alignment, own their own magic and express it through um, verbally through their message, through, um, through design, visually, in different many ways through events, but just really to show up and play with what their soul is asking them to birth into the world. So that's what my mission is and I do that through many different ways. I will
0: say that I was definitely one of these people, and I'm sure somebody can relate to me here, or at least one of our, our, our attendees. When I first started my business, this is my third business, um, I was changing my website all the time. You know, I was like, oh, this doesn't look like, this doesn't feel like me, and I mean, it was like obnoxious. You know, I was like, I just couldn't. And you know, it is, it, you know, I feel like we rush to go to like the design part. You know what I mean? Like we're rushing to have a presence. And we don't realize that like this part has to be figured out. Like we have to really know who we are because the website is, you know, it has to be a reflection of that. So it was, it was, I feel like a lot of times in society we're doing things backwards. You know, we're like, Oh, I have to just look the part and that's part of it. But there's also some of that growth work. So I'm just curious, like, do you work with your clients, like on helping them to fine tune and better understand themselves before they go into the whole branding.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I I do agree. I think a lot of us do kind of jump to that part. But you kind of have to get you have to, you know, cook the cake first, (laughs) you have to bake it, you have to kind of let things align and really figure out who you are, what makes you unique, what makes you different? What is it that you are providing to your audience? And who your audience is? Like, who is your tribe? What do they need from you? Figure all those details and really kind of, like you said, it takes time to grow and figure that out. Um, So a lot of the times I tell if somebody started just starting off with their business, keep it simple, focus on the meat of the of the of the of the brand, the message, and then keep the visual simple that's not important at the beginning. That's something that you start focusing on once you are established in yourself when you know exactly what you do who you uh, who you help and what you help them do, and then you can start playing with the visuals and to start to express that visually and express that in a way that feels really yummy. Um, But yeah, websites and branding, that's something you focus on after everything else is figured out and solid. (laughs) I love that. Establish yourself first, then we go into the next day to love it. Thank you so much for being
0: here, Legna. I'm I'm looking forward to learning more about what it is that you do. All right, let's go to you, Um, Heather. Hi, how are
3: you? I'm so happy to
4: have you here. Yes, thank you. I am so excited to be here. So my name's Heather mccormick ramey and I am WHR Healing on Instagram and Facebook, and whrhealing.com for my website. So I am an energy healer and also an intuitive coach. I serve women leaders and entrepreneurs that are ready to bust through limiting beliefs raise their vibration, and create a life
0: beyond their wildest dreams. Awesome. How do you do that? I'm just curious. Like what is like a, give yeah. a, an example.
4: So primarily I work um, on either the phone or Zoom. I do have some in-person clients as well, but really going through anything that may be holding them back. It's when people have that question of what if, or when they wake up and go, you know, this life doesn't really feel right. I feel like something's missing, or it just feels a little off. Kind of like when you're playing music and you feel like one of the notes is falling flat, and helping them really bust through the beliefs or the life that they're living in a box and let them know that there really are no boundaries that they can create without
0: limits. I love it. So you're like the tuning fork. I am. You're the tuning fork, you know, you're, you know, I am. you're holding, you're holding space for them to, you know, and it kind of goes back to Katerina and saying like, you know, we, when she found her women's circles, like she was just Busted okay. out of all of these things that just didn't feel right in her past relationship mm-hmm. and m- move forward. And, um, you know, there's many different routes that you can take to get to a similar place, um, whether it's, a, you know, a group, you know, situation, mm-hmm. privately. It just depends. So uh, I'm looking forward to learning more about, you know, uh, the intuitive work that you do. I do want to get into mm-hmm. um, once we do all the introductions, um, you guys all have different gifts and everything. Um, Psychic gifts, intuitive gifts, healing gifts, and so we will be getting further into that. So I'm looking forward to exploring that more with you. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay. All right. Tiffany is in the house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. So I'm Tiffany J. Pie, and I help guide soulpreneurs to their self actualization. And I do that with um, hypnotherapy and coaching. Um, My website is mellowvibes.com. It's vibes with a Y. Um, Instagram is Instagram slash mellowvibes. Well, mellow underscore vibes. And same with Twitter. Um, Yeah, so I was actually, um, my business has totally evolved over the last year because I was really um, more so focused on self-discovery through travel and self-love both still relevant but um, because you need to love yourself enough to even want to pursue your actualization to want to fulfill your life's purpose and um, you know and travel was so important in me like discovering what I really wanted to do in this life as well Um, but um, yeah so I help people like clear their different programs that they've had their whole lives because you can it's one thing to know what you want to do and to know your purpose but it's like taking the next step because there's still like some programs that you've had your whole life about like why you can't really do that and so hypnotherapy really helps like clear those things um get clarity on them and, and get perspective and then you can move forward
0: I love it I've done hypnotherapy um to, for past life regression I don't know if you do anything like that do you
1: Yeah Well, well, I don't do past life. I do a timeline regression, kind of like just time traveling in your life, back in your life. Yeah.
0: I love it. Gosh, hypnotherapy is such a powerful tool. Um, Anybody else in hypnotherapy in this group before? Yeah. I just feel like the mind, the subconscious mind, the imagination, the the parts of us, like even in our dream state, it's like there's so many... cues and clues and things like that that we can put together so i'm looking forward to exploring that i'm also happy to finally get to meet you in like sort of in person now because i know we've had like a relationship online which is so funny because i feel like so many relationships today are are forming online whether those are romantic or sisters or what have you Um, but it's really they're only going to get as deep as you allow them to be and so this is an opportunity for us to take that to the next level so i'm so happy to have you here thank you all right and
5: then we got uh, Vanessa, so happy to have you here. Yes, hello. I'm so happy to be here. This is amazing. I was uh, intuitively guided to, to be a part of this, and I know um, you reached out to me also. Um, but hi, everybody. My name is Vanessa Simpson. I am the um, owner and founder of Fifth Dimension Therapy, I am a soul purpose and spiritual transformation coach and Reiki Master, and I assist souls in healing, aligning, and transforming into their abundant soul purpose to create a life of freedom and so um, I, I take I take uh, some pride in my age i'm twenty one and I, I started this whole company when i was uh, when I was eighteen, and uh, that's when I had my big awakening when I was graduating high school It's funny you talked about you know college and I um I was so I was so lost because I I felt like I knew I wanted to help serve, but I I didn't feel aligned with continuing my education in psychology or um, going to school to be a nurse, and I just it, I, I couldn't wrap my head around the whole idea to go spend all of this time and money. For, for a, um, there's a possibility that it could not end up the way that you want it, but then you feel obligated to stick to that for your whole entire life. And so I then went on a soul discovery journey of working with people and finding my gifts through working with people, which is now how I guide uh, my clients that come to me for coaching uh, to find themselves through working with people and the people that they've already helped and worked and worked with to find their purpose and to develop a soulpreneur business around it, to develop a, a, a spiritual business in um, create, be, becoming a spiritual rising leader in this day and age. And it's been three years of just amazing magic ever since I surrendered to my purpose that I'm here to serve. I have a big passion to get into schools and talk about my project name, Pain to Purpose, that all the pain that you've gone through uh, serves a purpose in your life. And you can really find your sole purpose uh, within 5D consciousness because you do have different purposes depending on where your mindset is and where you're consciously living all the time. Um, And so I'm just I'm really grateful to be doing this work for humanity. And I I have a dream to alter our education system into more of uh, coaching and mentoring instead of, you know, going to college actually getting mentors or coaches that are doing what it is that you want to do and are successful at it and learning next to them and healing next to them so that you can, you can rise up and be all that you're meant to be. So
0: oh, girl, so happy to have you here and so amazing to be, Whatever, 21, we're like all 21 million years old. Like, let's be real. (laughs) So, well, I mean, you kind of bring up a good point here and I'm gonna go ahead and ask the whole group here at least a few of you. um, You know, pain has been the catalyst for all of my change in my life. I mean, it was just like, and I remember at a young age, actually at your age, um, being like, there's no way that I'm going through this for nothing. Like I knew, like it was just so hard and like, just so painful that I was like, I know there's something here. I just don't know what to do with it. So I'm going to start with you. Um, Katerina. So thank you so much for Vesta for being here. I can't wait to dive further into learning all about your magic. I'm going to go to you, Katerina. I want to know, what is your definition of pain? And uh, can you share a short story about how pain led you to your purpose?
2: For me, um, pain is a a lesson, uh, a lesson to be learned. And for me, pain will always be a lesson constantly turning up. So for me, it was always being in shitty relationships, excuse the French, but, um, you know, I was always going for the guy, not because I liked him, but because, you know, I thought that he could give me something like, um, you know, the love or, or give me something. And it ended up being a controlled relationship, or I would see his control as a way of protecting me and making me feel safe. But, it wasn't at all. So I'm ended. I ended up in being in abusive relationships because of what was going on inside of me. And I take responsibility for that because it was a lesson I needed to learn that I needed to love myself and I needed to feel worthy of of my myself. You know, I didn't feel worthy of love. I didn't feel worthy of, of being treated good. And you know being in those situations where I was in a controlling relationship, I was you know, married to a guy who cut me off from my family and my friends and everything. Um, and it was like an awakening. It was like, Oh, okay. I've, I've kind of been in these situations again and again and again, because, I didn't look inside myself and say, you know what? I deserve to be loved. And I mean, I deserve to be loved real good. And I'm going to love myself real good. So I'm going to start here. And that's when it just completely changed my whole life it was you know the relationships i have now are are, are deeper and stronger the the way i communicate with myself is a lot better you know i i'm happily telling myself that i love myself every day in the mirror you know it's moments like that that i can really appreciate the pain that i went through you know i my career's taken off my i finally feel reconnected to my soul i it's just everything opened up once i took the lesson and i understood okay this is this is it i've got to ch- i'm changing and it, it once you start that journey the the doors that open are unbelievable you can't even it's like my life is just a completely different life. I, I, I don't even recognize her anymore. I really don't.
0: <laughs> I feel you. Well, it's, you said so many important things here. Um, one, you know, looking at pain as a lesson. Um, there, was a, there was a guy, his name is uh, Noah St. John, and he has this whole thing about like how he does affirmations. So instead of doing like I am this or I am that or I have this, whatever, he says to ask a question so the quality of your life is the quality of the questions that you ask yourself so like when you're feeling pain in this case it's like what is the lesson
3: so if you don't
0: ask the question of what it is then you'll just kind of fall into this weird dark abyss of just like wallowing in the pain um which is very 3d right that's very uh programmed way to just let yourself go to the dark end. And I know for me, I have a lot of Scorpio in my birth chart. It's very easy for me to slip into those dark little nook and crannies. Um, But once I learned to ask better questions, um, the pain, you know, it it felt less intense. And I didn't know that I would ever be someone that could actually like get my emotions under control because I would let myself go into this dark place for a long, long time. So that was one thing. And then the other thing that kind of came up here was, you know, there's this saying that in order to get to the soul, you've got to get through the heart. And if you really want to know your soul, you're going to have to, Go to your, go to your heart first. So all of these people, and I know we have a lot of you know soul purpose coaches and mentors and brand strategists and all these people that are pretty much helping with a similar thing using a different modality. Um, but you're not going to find your soul's purpose without first opening your heart. And I do believe you know opening and being vulnerable and you know admitting you know the not even admitting but like be, accepting your role. In whatever is going on, even if it's, if it's something that was out of your control, um, there's still a lesson. So I love where this is going. Thank you so much for sharing, Katarina. Thank you. Okay, so let's go to you, Tiffany, um, because I know hypnotherapy is an, an incredible tool for helping people. um reprogram you know think of uh I mean so maybe let's walk through what hypnotherapy is and and how it helps to resolve and or dissolve or transcend pain
1: okay so hypnotherapy works directly with your subconscious um kind of like in the the sweet spot is like the alpha waves of your brain waves and uh that's when you become more suggestive so the goal is to get a person to that state and um, and you know make suggestions like it's never I mean there's so many misconceptions about hypnotherapy because they think it's like that circus trick (laughs) and it's it's like we're not making you do anything it's we can't control you we make a suggestion and um, and it you can you can take it and usually people do and they're able to really um, we're able to navigate the parts in your brain where you need to go in order to to get the answer or get the clarity and so um, timeline uh, regression t- or timeline intervention is like really great for you know healing pain because we are able to gradually go back in time to find the the point where something started where an issue that's been prevalent in your life has started and then we can clear um the pain that's attached to that
0: Well, okay. So I want to talk about the alpha waves and the theta waves, because, you know, a lot of the manifesting stuff that I teach, you know, has to do with getting into the state where it's like, you're slightly drowsy, you know, you're able to kind of um, seek new information in there, but it sounds like with hypnotherapy, it's like, you are, you're, you're helping to, you're giving a key so that they can actually go open that door and see what's behind door number one or whatever. Um, So can you about the alpha wave state um what does that exactly mean just so we can get some clarification around the terminology here
1: sorry we broke up a little bit Can you? oh that? just
0: the terminology of alpha waves because we have different we have gamma waves and we have theta and all of these different um levels of consciousness inside right. of us depending if we're fully awake or we're just waking up things like that
1: yes so what I can I was just having this, this discussion with someone else actually because she was telling me that the theta waves were the best way the best place to like uh, to you know start a new habit or something because it's right before you go to sleep um, but in hypnotherapy, well at least we learned that theta is going just a little bit too far you're just a little bit too sleepy. Um, we want you to be aware. The thing we say in hypnotherapy is that, um, you are actually more awake than you've ever been. You're not asleep. You're more awake than you've ever been. So you're, you're completely aware of what's happening. You're not drowsy or anything. Yeah.
0: So, So, well, with manifestation, like, you know, imagining, um, the actual picture of like what you want your life to be um, is a doorway into the subconscious. So with mm-hmm. hypnotherapy, it sounds like you're very conscious, but you're you're doing things, um, what's the word, uh, consciously so that you can make an impression upon the subconscious. Is that accurate?
1: Yeah, I'd say that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So it definitely is yeah. slightly different. Yeah different. So, um, and what kinds, what are the kinds of results that people get from doing hypnotherapy?
1: Well, the point of hypnotherapy is, is clarity and perspective. Um, so you're able to, you know, kind of take yourself out of whatever the issue is, um, you know, disassociate and actually gain new clarity, um, gain a new perspective on what it is that you've been going through and, um, and just become more like thoughtful. Like that's really, um, a big part of the the purpose of hypnotherapy and then it's kind of discovering the intention behind the things that you've been doing that you've been programmed to do and kind of once you discover the intent you're able to uh you mean kind of make a different choice or merge the different parts of yourself that are like um i mean we, we all have this like critical factor this person that's always or this voice in our head that's always like you know can be negative um But there's an intent behind why, you know, it's doing that. And maybe it's to protect you or something. And Once you're able to find the intent, you can, you know, choose a different path or, you know, work a different way. Okay, so that makes, so it makes sense. So it's actually
0: two separate things. So like with manifesting, like doing it with Theta, like is like, you're ima- just imagining a, uh, an image of what it is that you want. So when I teach manifestation, it's really like right before bed, imagine the scene that kind of proves the thing that you want. But what I'm hearing with you is that hypnotherapy, it's all, all the things that you don't believe that you can have, like hypnotherapy will help to heal those beliefs. So it's like, mm-hmm. you're only going to be able to manifest the thing that you actually believe that you deserve, mm-hmm. right? Right. So hypnotherapy is going to help get rid of all the things that are keeping your, your, your dreams too small, so to speak. So that whatever you're manifesting, you know, if you, it won't come to fruition if you don't actually believe it's true. So I feel like those two things like work together to bring about the best possible result. And I'll give you an example. Um, so like I know a musician and, um, you know, all he ever wanted was just to be able to make a living doing his music. Okay, so that's all he ever put out. He's like, I just want to make you know a living doing my music. So fast forward many years, and all he does is make money from his music. And and then he was like, but I wasn't specific enough when I made that intention. Um, I'm not singing my own music. I'm singing like cover songs. So here would be an opportunity for input hypnotherapy, right? Like, what is it that you don't believe? that you deserve to be a musician who is paid singing your own music and so that's where i feel like manifestation and healing pain and un- like uncovering the shields that are preventing you from really getting what you want um, because i think we don't realize that uh specific being specific um has to do with how much you believe you deserve something. So I kind of want to dive into this discussion. So thank you, Tiffany, that this has been very helpful for me, just from the work that I do, and knowing how ours play together really nicely. Awesome. Okay, so let's go to you, Heather. Um, I want to just pick your brain a little bit about this process, because i um, You know, I know you're an intuitive guide. Um, I think intuition, unless you're following your intuition, you're just not going to get the keys to the new doors that you're going to open and unravel. So give us a little insight about, you know, what intuition is, um, how it, how to better develop it and what it can actually do in um, helping us to materialize what it is that our purpose is and what it is that we want in our life. Loaded (laughs) questions.
4: I love it. I love it. My favorite subject. (laughs)
5: So
4: intuition. Intuition is your guiding voice. It is normally coming from your heart. They call it the gut instinct, right? So when you have a feeling, um, you can be receiving divine guidance. Um, Intuition is very different from your mind, from fear, from ego. So when intuition comes through, normally you'll feel it in your body. It can be very, very sweet, loving. It comes through normally as the most loving voice that you've heard. Mm
2: -hmm. So
4: it's from your highest version of self. It could be from universe. It could be from God. Um, But it has a vibe vibration of absolute pure unconditional love that is your truth on the other side um fear and ego can come in and it might try to keep you small it might try to keep you safe as well um but really unlocking your intuition is one of your greatest gifts So how you do that is with a daily practice. When I started on my spiritual journey was a little over five years ago. And I I was afraid to go down that route. I had a little bit of fear because I was dealing with anxiety. I was dealing with health issues and I was very hard on myself and I was afraid to be in silence and listen to what came through. And it was the best gift that I ever gave myself because sitting and just starting at a small period of time, whether with breath work or meditation gives that unconditional divine love a chance to flow through you and reaffirm that all is well. You can't get this wrong And you are here to be love. No matter what, no matter where you
0: are, and you can do that wherever you are. So Okay. I think I covered it all. So okay, so for those are, you know, are on their path, they're like, I'm ready to transform my life. I wanna have better relationships, I wanna make more money, or whatever it is that is on the big document of all the stuff that you want. Um I love that you said the intu- intuition is heard when you're quiet. You know, everybody's talking yes. about meditation these days. Everybody's saying, you got to meditate, you got to sit there, you got to do nothing, all this stuff. So I feel like a lot of people, like, they're, I don't know if they're intimidated by meditation, but what is your take on, like, because I, I know a lot of people that get this visual. I was definitely one of these people where it's like, I just kind of mm-hmm. cross legged with my arms out and all this stuff. Like, <laughs> Tell us that you know how medit like what meditation really is. It doesn't have to be done in one specific way. But what is a way that worked for you when you started your journey?
4: Absolutely. Um. So, as I said, I was I was um kind of drugged towards meditation. So I I was fearful. What helped for me was um, breath work. I started with breath work in a very, very short intervals. So even starting with two minutes a day, Mm -hmm. and there are plenty of apps out there. There's a calm app and there's, there's a lot out there. So I would start small and my big aha moment was during a, probably like a five to 10 minute guided meditation. And it said that as, as your thoughts come in, which they will, we're all human to think that we're going to sit there and think of nothing is, I mean, the gurus probably do it, but in day to day, that can be very intimidating. So as those thoughts come in, I imagine my hand coming up and very gently and lovingly just pushing it to the side and i the other key is to not have judgment of yourself to know that these things are going to happen and just have a plan in place for when it does and no matter what love yourself wherever you are
0: i love it so let's for those of you guys who are not doing meditation if you're not sitting quiet to practice breath work. Mm -hmm. So she said just two minutes a day of just what paying attention to your breath. Just. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just nice and slow, nice and slow.
4: And there are so many health benefits too. So it can help with your blood pressure. It can help with anxiety. It is like your breath can actually be your
0: superpower. It has so much to do. I love it. The other thing that kind of, I heard, um, you know, we always like asking our friends, like, what do you think about this? Or like, I'm not sure what to do about this. I know I just did that this morning. Okay. So let's be real. And, um, you know, this concept of, you know, listening to your intuition and, you know, a lot of times, you know, at least a lot of people, they'll get to a place where they'll just be like, Either they'll lash out or they'll just be like, I'm not dealing with that. Or that's that person's problem or whatever. And um, mm-hmm. this is saying the opposite. It's like, you'll know the answer when the when the feeling feels loving, right? Yes. Like, if you're trying to figure something out and you really are like asking your friends and all this stuff and it still feels like a little angst or like whatever. That's not your intuition. Mm-hmm. Your intuition is coming from Mm-mm. a love so that I feel like this is like a profound takeaway um, yes. for those for any problem that we're having It's just like mm-hmm. are you coming from a place of love
4: yes yes and loving kindness to yourself is where it starts uh, judgment of self is is where it so- starts and really releasing that and giving yourself grace and once you do that and you're flowing that into you Feeling it go out and impact everyone that you come into contact with. I mean, the ripple effects are just endless. So everyone really can make a huge impact wherever they are, just by going out and being loving kindness.
0: Hmm. I mean, we can just wrap it. You know, you guys, I think we just got to the bottom of it all. Okay. Like that is it. You know, it's like when we start treating, it's it's astonishing. And I'm going to call on you in a second, Vanessa, because, you know, I'm going to go to the flip side now because I mm-hmm. had recently um, posted something on my Facebook, which I post the same stuff on my Instagram. And I got a very disruptive, um, by the way, thank you Heather for sharing all that. I'm going to mute you for a second. Um, and I got a very disruptive, opinionated, pretty unloving um, comment on my post um, from someone who is a healer. And so it was, a, it's very perplexing. I mean, we are in a very spiritual community here. And as you guys can see, everybody's like making ends meet and building businesses around these topics. And it's just, it kind of like, like it, I don't get too affected like I used to, but it like, it just reminds me of how many people are not living in the five D, who are practicing spiritual leaders. So I'm going to call in Vanessa here um, because she's a fifth dimensional practitioner, and um, I want to explore this topic with you.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I have to I have to agree that um, I feel like those those reflections. I'm I'm reading a book right now called Seed of the Soul by Gary. Gary, I I might butcher his last name, Z, Z, Gary Z. (laughs) And um, just speaking about, you know, instead of um, seeing all the negative in the world and um, focusing on that, you know, watching the news, um, you know, um, work, when you work on yourself, and I've actually been learning this very profoundly recently that you, a lot of um it's pretty heavy in the spiritual community about serving people of course the soul serves um but serving yourself so that you're coming from a place of abundance and not a place of lack or needing to find worthy or even purpose in serving others because that is even not concrete that what if what if one day I can't speak and no longer can I talk to my clients? And all of a sudden my sense of purpose is now taken out beneath me. Then, then where am I? And so, you know, I, that's something that I really work with my, my clients and my students in finding that within themselves and healing yourself and finding that love within yourself to get to this place where your cup is so filled then you can't you just can't help but share it with others and um so in in other words uh relating back to the topic that you were just speaking about um that when we get in our reality any negativity i always look within myself and like okay well where uh especially triggers (laughs) if we experience triggers that that means sorry about that the the universe is so loving that um it's showing you what needs uh what needs healing and what needs brought to the light and when you do that within yourself you're doing it for the collective as well
0: yeah i think a lot of people who want to follow follow their soul's purpose but they get fearful that they're going to be judged that they're going to be attacked you know i mean the internet can be a very harsh reality um, once you put yourself out there i mean i have a youtube channel giving free readings and people still find things to bitch about, even yeah. though it's free. You know, it's just like comedic <laughs> to me, you know? Um and this need to create polarity. And I talk about p- polarization a lot in our culture, which is a very 3d reality um and when i say polarity i just mean that you're like looking for an argument you know which is very um ego based right like people that like to debate um people that you know they don't want to find common ground they want to play devil's advocate they want to put you in your place and prove that you're wrong so that is a third like i think you brought up the news like you know even politics like this is all very 3d so for me when i you know, I'm out there sharing and exposing and I'm, I've been doing this long enough that I, I don't get affected anymore, but I'm always a little perplexed when a spiritual community has a backlash like that and which really starts to discredit like, oh, what, like these aren't real jobs or, you know, this is like, there's so many shams out there. And so I guess, you know, for our listeners who are obviously listening to this event, like looking for guidance on uh, um, whether that's just what we're sharing today or if it's, you know, the work that you're doing or what have you. But we have to be able to trust our intuition here to choose the, the practitioners that we feel can best serve us. So I'm going to go to you, Allegna, you know, what is your advice for someone? I'm trying to unmute you. You might have to. Oh, there you are. Um, what is your advice to someone who is looking for like they need help And like, they're new to this, they don't know the practitioner to go to, they don't have a referral, they don't even, they don't really even know what they're looking for. They just know that they need help. Um, But they also want to choose the right practitioner. Um, So what would be your advice to them? Like, what would be the best way to make sure that they find the person that's actually coming from a place of love, um, and not behaving erratically, like these people that are trolling pages, um, who are shamans and healers and shockingly in the spiritual community
3: yeah um I honestly believe that the right teacher for you is going to show up whenever you're ready whenever the first thing I would suggest is to again everything I think that we do should be by following our intuition and really aligning with our own truth aligning where we are in the present moment so if we take our time to slow down and become aware of I need this type of healing or I need this type of help and just in recognizing with the, recognizing that, and even intending to receive that help, intending to you know, please, even if that means asking, please, universe, send me the right person for this. Please connect me with the right person who's gonna show me where I need to go or what I need to do. So it's a matter of really connecting with that intuition and just putting that intention out there to the universe and trusting that those pieces are gonna align, the universe is gonna work behind the scenes to align and bring together the right person or the right resource or the right opportunity, the right door will open. And then it's just a matter of you being aware of it when it does and taking action on it. Um, So I think that's the first thing you do. And then you could also find community. We have different communities and yes, there are gonna be those trolls. Yes, there's gonna be those who are looking at things from a different, perspective and maybe not from a, a love not coming from a loving space um but navigate those look for communities in the tribe of people that resonate with, with 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 you that really feel like hey there's a connection there and ask is any is anybody here can anybody here help me with this or can does anybody know where i can go and find this and again that could be another avenue where the perfect person might come to you so it's just a matter of Reaching out, if you have that avenue, or reaching out to the universe, or reaching out to your community, and trusting that the right person will, will come to you. And once that person appears, that doesn't mean it's the right person for you. Again, you have to kind of tune in, and and, and and ask yourself, is this an alignment? Is this person? Is it an alignment to me to to work with this person? And you'll know intuitively because again, okay, that there, there'll be something there that feels loving. There'll be something there mm-hmm. that feels peaceful, calm, and maybe a little, a little excited, or it might make you feel a little, it might be a little scary if you're, if you're trying to quantum leap, or you're trying to do this new thing, and you're scared to do it, it might be a little scary, but just kind of trust, trust that there's, that's that thing within you that resonates, that's like, hmm, there's something here for me, that sense of curiosity, or sense of wonder, um, to open yourself to working with that person.
0: I love it. So what we're really getting into now is energy. Like we're trying to find our energy tribe, you know, the people um, that are going to support us, like Katarina said, with her soul uh, circles and um, just finding that group that you can authentically be yourself. And, you know, energy is very powerful. I mean, I know a lot of us, you know, the more, entered into the 5D that we get, the more empathetic we get, the more sensitive we get. Um, it doesn't have to be a hindrance. It's a, actually a gift. And it's a way to navigate through life and be and, and be mindful of the, all of the molecules that you're bumping into at any given time. And so, um, which I think is just another way of trusting your intuition. So um, one of the things that kind of came to mind um, is, you know, when you're on the path of, let's say, starting a business. So I know we don't talk about business too much when we do the empress festival but for those of you who are listening who already have businesses i do want to start integrating some of that into this because there is a spiritual uh practice um that we can use for business and a lot of it has to do with investing in yourself so i want to talk about also um you know when 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 we need healing, or we need support in our business, or we we just need something to lift our spirits. You know, we have, we invest in ourselves. So I want to talk about money, trying to transition like this energy um, that we use, which is this cash or credit card or what have you. Um, I know my journey with money has been. Pretty crazy I you know have struggled with severe credit card debt from a failed business i had horrible credit for many many years and so um, but I think money is a very important especially we do live in a 3d reality even though we can live in the fifth dimension in this third dimensional reality but money is still something that we need to be able to put a a roof over our head and food in our mouths and clothes on our body so um, I'm gonna call on you um, Katerina what is your, how, did you ever have, or have a, 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 what's the word, um, lack of a good relationship with money? And if so, how did you transcend it?
2: it yes, I had a really bad relationship with money. Um, because when I first left my husband, I I was desperate. You know, I was desperate for money, desperate to get the roof over our heads. We, The kids and I literally just, were living on the floor of a relative's house with a mm. bag of clothes. So that desperation then, of course, created more debt because I wasn't um, I wasn't feeling and I wasn't appreciating what I had. So I, I understood that to be in a relationship with money or, or start having a, a good relationship with money is to start actually taking responsibility. So what's coming in? what are my monthly bills i because previously i had that thing of um if i don't look it'll be okay if i can't see you you can't see me and the worst that was the worst thing to do so i understood that every day just check my account make sure i was on top of what was coming in what was going out Um, what did I need to create more income into the household? So I took up a part-time job and, you know, really cut down on some things like getting my hair done. That wasn't really a necessity. So, you know, it's just realigning myself with what was really important for us right here, right now and getting a grip on, you know, understanding it all, understanding that finance and appreciating it, you know, appreciating, well, I did have clothes. I mean, they were in a bag, but I had clothes. I did have a roof on my head. So that's a lot better than some other people. So start appreciating that. So once I got into that, it was, um, and working on my mindset, it just changed. Everything flipped. I ended up, um, so I was working three part-time jobs. I ended up getting offered a full time job, getting paid more than three jobs put together. It just, again, like once you uh, become a, aligned with appreciation and gratitude and love, it's just the doors that explode. They explode, and they don't just like it's a little door opening. They're like boom, we're here. The unit, you said that you you were ready we're ready for you too. So come on in. And it was just, it's phenomenal. So yeah, get, um, don't ignore it. (laughs) Don't ignore the debt. Don't ignore it. Appreciate it and, and take control of the situation.
0: And I think that goes for anything. You know, if you want more love in your life, be grateful for the love that you already have. If you want more money in your life, be grateful for the money that you, that you already currently have. If you, whatever, you know, and it's, it's very interesting to me because, um, you know, I want to talk about self-worth here because that was one of my stories. um, When I got myself, I'll call on you. Thanks for raising your hand. If any of you guys ever want to chime in, just let me know. I'll mute you. Um, But self-worth got me out of um, credit card debt. Like it, it was to the point where I I wouldn't use the word desperate. I was like, this is changing. Like, it's like, there's not a plan B here. Like I, I'm gonna like live on the streets if I don't figure this out. And so, um, I kind of had to, um, pull my big girl panties up and be like, I need to make this amount of money, um, to be able to survive and to get out of debt. Not, it wasn't just to survive. It was to survive and then some. It wasn't just like, let me just get by. I need to like pay off this debt and like get my shit together. Um, So there was an experiment and actually I might wanna call on both of um, uh, Allegna and Vanessa here. So just hear me out for a second. when I, and this is when I learned about, I didn't know I was doing personal branding at the time, but when I got myself into crazy credit card debt from my other, when I was a clothing designer, I was in 11 credit cards, maxed out $35,000, no no job, had to close the business, like oh, I was like up shits Creek. And um, I posted an ad on Craigslist, which is a little online community um, in San Francisco at the time. And it was, um, you know, um, I went I I had to get a part-time job and at the time I was fully tattooed and I was like I don't really have any other skills except for being a bookkeeper so I posted um an ad on Craigslist which was just my resume and I called myself the tattooed bookkeeper and that title alone i had to be transparent i wasn't gonna be able to walk in there and pretend that i'm like this office job person because i wasn't so instead i embraced right and i think um that's what you said or like like establish who you are first see i didn't know any of this though this i'm winging it because i'm like literally like i gotta i gotta make sure this, like i gotta take care of business here because i need money And so I was astonished, within two weeks, I had gotten 12 new clients, I was a freelance bookkeeper, I paid off my credit card debt in four years, and I was like the most expensive bookkeeper on Craigslist, but I believed in myself, and I was transparent about who I was walking in, and I really owned it. So I, like nine out of 10 times when somebody would interview me for a job, I'd get the job like on the spot. So I want to talk to both of you guys. I'm going to call on you first, Vanessa. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Because, you know, you get to a place where you need money, but then you also get to a place where it's like, no, th- there's no plan
5: B. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the the self-worth thing was, was huge for me, especially being a young solopreneur and really winging it with... Um, going against the grain of what my parents told me to go do, what society told me to go do, like oh, go to college and become you know a psychiatrist and prescribe medication, and that's a whole you know other discussion. <laughs> but um, you know to really help people, so I I started my own business and it was I ran up against well you know I'm I'm young, who's going to pay me to help them and like i don't have enough life experience i don't have enough credentials to my name to serve people and once i was established establishing my own self-worth that no i actually i i'm i have tuned in to myself and i just like you mentioned we're all old souls here and i have a lot of wisdom and so um I have fresh perspective and a lot of my clients, um, a lot of my clients are older and they, they like the, um, the freshness of um, keeping them uh, evolving with working with a younger person. And then I'm able to also relate to our younger generations. Like wasn't too far ago that I was right in your seat about to, uh, about to graduate, not knowing what I wanted to do with my life. And so the whole thing of oh i don't have enough experience or i'm not i'm not good enough i don't know enough was a big one that i had to over overcome but my my income skyrocketed i three times my business once i really established like no i i am i am worth this i really can help people and i have proof of doing it from the people that I've served when I was just doing, you know, $20 sessions here and there and then the more um my my coach told me that your what you charge for your services is a direct reflection of your confidence in being able to provide that um that to people. And so also I think that even if you're not an entrepreneur, um solpreneur, um just still your your level of confidence of in your your worthiness of what you feel is capable for yourself uh plays a big role in how much income you you bring into your life
0: genius i think we need to hear that one again how much confidence you exude dictates how much you can charge for your services if you know not believe not i think i can if you know your product or service solves that problem. You know, here, here's another great example. So I was at a conference. This was many years ago. Um, some guy who was teaching you how to speak on stage. I went to this free conference and he was giving this example about one of his clients who was a, uh, a grieving coach. She helped people, um, go through the grieving process when they lost a loved one. And so she was coaching with this, coach. And she was like, okay, I have my program. I have a six month program that helps my client um, go through the grieving uh, process. And then I have a 12 month program. He's like, okay, go out and sell the programs. And so the first, the six month program was $5,000 let's say. And then the 12 month program, let's say that one was 9,000. So she went out and she sold the programs, and then she comes back to the coach. She goes, the weirdest thing, nobody ever buys the, um, the, the 12 month program. They only buy the six-month program. And he was like, hmm, that's so weird. You would think that maybe they would want more, more time with you or more, you know, whatever. But it was more expensive. And he goes, I have an, I have an idea. I have an experiment. So she, uh, he says, flip the prices. She goes, what do you mean? She's like, well, the six-month price, make that 9000 And the 12-month price, make that one 5000 And she goes, okay. So she goes out and she sells the programs and she comes back, she goes, it's the weirdest thing. Still, nobody buys the 12 month program. And she's like, and I'm making more money. And he goes, but why is that? She's like, why is that? He's like, because when somebody has a problem that they believe you can solve, they want it solved in the shortest amount of time possible. It's not about how much it costs. So if you are certain that you, your product or service or whatever you're doing solves that problem, the clients will show up. The other thing um, that I like that Vanessa said, I think she might have got booted, but um, like if you believe it will work out, it will work out. You know, if you believe, if you set this intention that I, you know, like she started out with twenty dollar sessions, and then as her confidence grew, which is the same thing when I was a bookkeeper, like I was charging twenty five dollars an hour, but then I had like seven clients at that point, I'm like, I'm going to raise it to $40 an hour because I already had the confidence because I already got seven clients. So then every time I got a new client, I would just keep raising it because I didn't actually like, I wasn't desperate for that client anymore. I had already kind of proven that I'm like, I'm who I say I am and the problem that I can solve. So I don't know if that resonated with anybody, but I do want to call on you a leg um because I want to talk about personal branding because that's really something I didn't learn this, that I even did that till many, many years later.
3: Yeah. And I think just to kind of piggyback on what she said, um, self-worth is probably the number one thing that keeps people from really owning that magic and just putting themselves out there and owning who they are. And it all comes down to, feeling like they're not good enough. They're not interesting enough. They're not captivating enough. They're not whatever enough. So part of this journey, I think, especially as an entrepreneur, even a solopreneur is healing in, you know, healing that trauma, healing those beliefs where all those amazing tools that all the other speakers have shared. And then once you get to the point where you can fully accept who you are and let go of the idea of who you think you should be, And just embrace who you are and be like this is how I do things this is what works for me um that's when you're going to start making money like real money that's when doors are going to start opening real quick because when you start like like, you know like you did you just like this is who I am the tattoo uh, bookkeeper like you can kind of pinpoint and get really clear on what makes you different what makes you stand up from everybody else um and that's the thing, especially in the online space, there's so many other people doing the, thing, uh, the same thing that you're probably going to be doing. There's so many other healers. There's so many other you know, copywriters, coaches, et cetera. But the way to, you, for you to stand out and really call in your tribe is to step into your own magic, step into who you are, and, and be bold with it. You know, be, have that confidence. Be like, this is, I know my worth. I know what kind of results I create. And this is who I am. Letting in, while letting go of all the conventional knowledge, you have to kind of let go of what other people think you should be doing or what you think other people think you should be doing, if that makes sense. You kind of have to let go of those expectations and kind of come within and trust yourself to really own, own that part of you. And it takes self-awareness. It takes time, certainty and clarity That and confidence. That takes time. You have to kind of play with it. You have to be willing to play, be willing to make mistakes. And take your self worth out of it because that's when we a lot of that's kind of where we fall into the traps where things don't start working out like, you know, we put out a launch or we put out a certain offer and nobody and there's crickets. We kind of tie our self worth to that and it's okay for things not to work out like look at it as an experiment as a chance to try different things work with different um, strategies work with different options and through that you'll gain experience you will gain wisdom you will gain knowledge and through that eventually you come to a place where you are more sure of who you are and what kind of results you create
0: beautiful you know several things were popping into my mind but one of which was a lot of for me my my purpose or my pathway or that got me to where I am was so on accident. Oh my gosh. And I don't know if anybody else has had this experience, but you know, it was me just like following the breadcrumbs almost. I was just like, Oh, like as soon as I could, I've been studying astrology since I was 14. I never thought for a minute to like infuse it into like my business coaching or anything like that. And so I was just like, but I really want to just like do astrology and just see how it goes. And I gave away these free readings and it just like, like stumbled into like all these different avenues and like a mastermind, which is now part of the club and like all these things. And and so a lot of times, you know, it's the, it's the 3d programming that like, Oh, nobody's making money doing that. Who do I think that I am, um, that I can make money off something that's not even tangible or not, you know what I mean? It's just hearsay or whatever. And you know, I have one, I have a client, um, who helps people in the wedding industry. And she goes, well, I've talked to all these people and they said that that's not a good niche because nobody's going to pay the amount of money. I'm like, if you believe that nobody's going to pay the money, nobody's going to pay the money. So it's not about that. You know, it's, it all goes back to your conviction you know, the conviction, like, like I just, I can't even believe how down the rabbit hole I am with astrology now and even tarot and, you know, thinking like that's going to, you know, I don't even do readings. I, don't, I mean, I do some private readings for astrology, but like, I've never given a paid tarot reading before. Like, it's just something I like to do. So I want to kind of talk about, you know, doing what you love. Because um, I think there's a lot of programming around, like, nobody's going to buy that. I'm too young. That's too niche. That's too this. That's too out. So I'm going to go ahead and call on you, Heather. What is your advice to um, the person that says, oh, nobody's going to buy that?
4: Uh, a big scream of follow your heart because it is so important and you're going to be doing it anyway. So what I found when I was in my corporate position is that I, I felt that there was a need to support women. So I started doing leading with love workshops and helping these women who I, I just wanted to do it. I didn't do it for money. I did it because there was a, a soul calling for me to help these women. Um, And I had no idea where it was going to take me, what I was going to be doing. But when you are following your passion, your purpose, and you're having fun doing it, you are on the right track. And just like you said with the breadcrumbs, following the breadcrumbs, that's what happens. That's what the universe does because You are here to live your most expansive life and to spread that joy, period.
0: Thank you. I love it. I'm going to call on you, Tiffany, as well. Um, What are your thoughts on um, following the breadcrumbs, you know, getting the keys and opening the doors? You know, is there an experience that has happened on your journey of, of following your soul's purpose?
1: Yeah, so I just um, recently in the past couple years have really um, been on this journey of really pursuing my purpose because I come from like this family that's just like education only, education only, and I always felt like ashamed to like be into like all these like into music and into like the metaphysical and like everything wasn't realistic um, to to them and um, it was a struggle. And then I was just like, what am I doing this for? It's like, I'm hurting myself trying to, you know, please these people and it doesn't like, it doesn't matter. And I am sitting here like in these jobs that I keep quitting every like year <laughs> um, uh, because it doesn't mean anything to me. So uh, yeah, I, I kept getting like, you know, opportunities here and there for certain things and I would be like oh no no I can't do that because um, that's just not it's not going to work it's not what I'm supposed to do and um and yeah I just had to like I had to work through my own stuff and literally do hypnotherapy on myself which I used to used to do when I was younger so it was really funny when hypnotherapy came back around to me um a, a little while ago because I had totally forgot that I used to do like Self hypnosis when I was a kid, like 12, (laughs) to get myself out of like these ruts that I was in. Um, But yeah, it's just like if things are just, there's always gonna be the, it's always gonna be like knocking on your heart, like you have to open the door, you have to do it, or you're just like tormenting yourself. It's like how long are you gonna keep disrespecting yourself?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I mean, I, I mean, I could say that to be true also with um, health conditions you know it's like it's like you can this is all 3d programming by the way anytime you like you know that you're not on the path but you keep doing it anyway which is really just called cognitive dissonance (laughs) you know like saying you want one thing and then going in like i want to lose weight and then you go eat ding-dongs you know what i mean like it's just like that's they don't go together but that's 3d programming see 3d program is very polarized it's like this and then that you know and so it's not it doesn't come from that loving vibration so when we're when we're trying to unprogram ourselves from 3d um that's when things get a little scary because again the doors don't you're not seeing the plan you're only you're following breadcrumbs right so you're never gonna and, and that's i think i think that's the hardest part about transformation for a lot of people is that because they can't see the end result it's honestly just too scary for them to walk through the first door so um The other thing um, I'm seeing just culturally that, you know, people are, um, I'm not going to say everybody's waking up, but they're becoming attuned to the fact that people are waking up, Um, especially from a personal anecdote is that, um, you know, people that were never really attracted to me like 10 years ago you know, like the doctors and the lawyers and the more, you know, accountants or whatever, and the engineers Like I would never have been on their radar. But because energetically, since the age of Aquarius shift, you know, people are like, you know, they might not know a lot about it, but they're all of a sudden, like, energetically inquisitive um, about learning. Um, because it's in their soul, like the more like that we expand because we're all one, right, we're all part of this bigger heartbeat, if you will, um, they're starting to feel it. So what is your advice? I mean, I don't even know if that person's listening to this, but I just wanna clarify in case somebody is dealing with somebody like this in their life, um, where this it's like spiritually toe-dipping, I guess, you know, like that sounds really interesting, but I'm still 3D programmed what is your advice? Um, Let me call on somebody. How about you, Katarina? What is your advice to someone who is um, inquisitive? They're interested, they're toe dipping, but they actually don't go, they don't actually meet it to the end. They just kind of bounce around it, even though they're really interested and intrigued by that energy.
2: Yeah, that's actually a really interesting question. And I think that all sort of um, also not just because of Aquarius I think it's also us as a society we're starting to realize just how isolated we are becoming with working like I don't know what it's like in America but in Australia we're working ridiculous like 60 hour weeks we're working you know trying to build this career trying to build and the disconnect is, is quite strong. And um, I actually come from a Polynesian background. My, my mother is, is Māori. And she never taught us culturally our our language or anything because she didn't think it was necessary. So I know that for my generation, we're all starting to come up saying, well, I'm disconnected to my culture now. I don't know my language. I don't know the traditions and that disconnect is coming through quite strong too they're, they're actually starting university courses in the language to help help us reconnect with our language so I understand people are, are um, in this career and they' they're doing their career but the spirit is calling and the spirit is starting to rise up and say hey, you know, I'm still here and I'm hungry. I need to be fed and you need to start feeding it or else it's going to manifest physically into something else. And I've seen people physically it's manifested physically into like, you know, um, pimples. It could manifest into a bad back, a sore shoulder. And it's the body, the spirit is saying, Hey, you don't listen to me. I'm going to make you listen you're going to get some sore legs soon if you don't start walking down this spirit path, because we need to be fed. And, you know, you can try to shut it up and you can try to eat the the Kentucky fried chicken or whatever you need to try to shut it up, but it will keep rising until you finally step into it and say, okay, what is it we need to learn? What is it that you want to teach me? I'm here and I'm ready to listen Let's go. And it's amazing physically when you heal that, that energy, that, that spirit, I've actually seen people physically release a sore back, physically release sore shoulders because they finally said, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to listen to you now. And when you fed that soul, you fed your spirit, it's physically... It, it changes you as well. You know, it stuff come, it manifestation stuff will come up. You can't keep telling the spirit, your spirit to be quiet. It will come up It'll keep coming. So if you're in that sort of situation right now, listen, listen, your, your body, your soul knows what is best for you.
0: Yeah. I gosh. I mean, For me, like once I got quiet, which I believe that was um, Heather about breath work and being quiet um, and setting the intention about, you know, what it is that you want or what you're unhappy about, there's a download. Um, As woo-woo as that sounds, I was getting all these downloads. Like I had chronic health conditions for over 20 years. um, And when I started really, you know, changing my life big part on um, things like that would pop into my mind that I wouldn't understand why I'm like thinking that one of which was like, you should stop drinking coffee. Um, at the time I wasn't even drinking that much coffee, but it was just like, I got a download stop drinking coffee and I never drank coffee again. And it started to help heal my hormones. And then it obviously led me down other pathways and it, and it opened me up to be a portal to receive more downloads. So, and I think this is where also intuition is coming to place because it felt loving it wasn't like, well, stop drinking coffee, and maybe your skin will clear up, you know, it wasn't like that. It was just like, stop drinking coffee, you know, and so the more um, present we become, you know, the more downloads that we can receive. That's why I mean, I teach a class called skin spirituality on how to heal. But it's like, you know, the downloads are individual, like, just because, you know, I stopped drinking coffee, and like, you think everybody who has acne, like that's going to make their, their acne go away? Probably not, you know, because it's not, that's not their download. Their download is going to be something else. Um, it you know, who knows? You know, that's why, that's why it's just like this weird mystery around like chronic ailments, even cancer and things that they label auto, auto, autoimmune. And it's just like, if you actually look at the, um, the spiritual, um, participant here you would find that your emotions that you're suppressing Um, mine was anger um, was coming out and it was coming in red lesions you know so there's all these things and it was like it was literally the last thing that I tried you know it's like I did all the oh take these supplements and change your diet and like do all these things you know and it was like okay well it's still not working well it's like the last resort was oh well maybe it's something spiritual. Maybe it's something emotional that hadn't been healed. So I'm going to um, go ahead and call on you, um, Vanessa. Have you ever gone to a healer or w- what was your first experience with a healer if you went to one and how did that shape the next chapter of your life?
5: Yeah, my um, my first spiritual teacher, Sarah Walters with Medicine Woman School of the Healing Arts. Um, I was actually intuitively guided to her at the yoga studio. I was just talking about what I wanted to do with the um for the world and what I truly felt was my purpose and um then this girl at the yoga studio was like, "Oh, you should look up Sarah Walters." and and then um so I did and I ended up taking her um her program and my first session with her um she did a um shamanic uh, past life healing journey for me. And, um, she told me that, uh, so my dad passed away, uh, two months before I took her course. And, um, she told me, told me that my, my dad was, um, is going to be cleansing my chakras. And he had this, um, uh, stick with three ends off of it that he's using to cleanse my chakras. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'm like, like a pitchfork? And and, it, and she's like, no, not really, but, but um, you'll figure it out. And so then I went into the yoga studio and talked to one of my mentors about like what this was. And she's like, oh, like a trident. And she looked it up and I'm like, oh, it felt good. I'm like, oh, that's it. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh, wait, we're in the age. We just entered the age of the Aquarius. My dad's in an Aquarius and he's using a trident, which is the Aquarius symbol, the water bearer to cleanse my chakras. And I'm like, that's interesting. Oh my gosh. And so it just clicked for me. And then uh, three days later I went to the yoga studio and I was feeling really good um, with the, with the work that she did on me for my eating habits where I felt like I had this like food addiction. I felt like I was always hungry and she did a past life healing on me where I was a, um, um, I was a Viking and they like starved us. And um, I did start to notice that my, my hunger wasn't as intense. Like when I would eat, like, I felt like I was actually enjoying my food instead of like inhaling it into my mouth. You know what I mean? And it was interesting. And then this girl at the yoga studio, she's like, Oh, Vanessa, I brought, I brought you a pair of pants from Thailand. She gives me a pair of pants and they had tridents all over them. And I mean, not said right there, right? <laughs> I was just like, so from that point forward, I was like, there's something to all of this. <laughs> there is, there, there's, you can't, you can't just, you know, your subconscious mind just like attracting, I mean, it's, there's more, there's more. And from that point forward, I, that was a turning point for me where I, I knew that there was, there was more.
0: There was more. Those cues are just like, it's just, it's too coincidental to be a coincidence. You know, and I, you know, being someone, I'm a triple earth sign. So I'm the most like practical, logical, like analytical, whatever person. And <laughs> for the longest time I was like, okay, spirit, like this, is, it was awkward for me. It's very earth signs that they're, this is not their strong suit. Okay. Like I don't care if somebody's going to disagree with me. It's true. Like earth signs, unless you've got a lot of water or you've got some other, you know, aspects in your chart that really tune you in. But I was one of those people like, I'm going to need proof. You know, I'm going to need this. So then I would ask my guides or I would ask spirit. I don't even think I knew at that point, my spirit guides, but I would ask like, okay, if this is true, then, um, show me a sign. And then I'd get a sign. i would be like, well, I just need like a few more because I don't know, was that really that one or not or whatever. So then I would get more. And so then spirit was less like, oh, I'm just going to bombard her. So I literally couldn't even like leave my house without being like bombarded by like the same shirt over and over again. And like, I'm like, Okay. Like enough, like it was like so much that it was like laughable. So, I mean, when we talk about manifestation and we talk about synchronicities and like all these things, it's like, when you really sit down and you, and have a divine moment, you will realize like, this is, we are living in a magical, magical place. And the, the more comfortable you can get with that fact, (laughs) um, the easier your life is going to be. And that was a huge lesson for me, um, healing my body, overcoming my own grief, relationship issues, whatever. Um, Obviously, there's always more nooks and crannies to kind of dig up and everything. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and call on you, Allegna. Have you had an experience with a a healer? And if so, um, what happened after that?
3: Well see, it's hard to pinpoint okay, this is what I, I think one of the most significant experiences that I had was I had um DNA uh like a, a DNA strands activation. It was this healing where, you know, we and not to get too much into the whole we only have twelve strands of DNA and extending you know, the whole DNA thing in which if, some of you might be familiar with, uh, extending it to, tw- activating it to 24 instead of our, our 3D12 that we have. And after that, um, I would already, I was already getting a lot of like mystical experiences in dreams, but they were very far in between. Like literally the day after that, it was just like every week, I would have two or three uh, lucid dreams, astral projections, or just like visitations from guides through my dreams. Like my dreams became very, very active. Um, I would start getting a lot more, Um, premonitions and dreams and things like that so it really kind of kicked that up a notch and that's something that which is very noticeable to me where in a good way and in a bad way because uh, back then first of all I was like terrified of the dark I was still terrified I was two years ago maybe three years ago I was terrified of the dark and I would get a lot of experiences of like spirits and and dark energy and entities so that just like made it even worse so in a way it was it was, it was good because it made me face a lot of those inner demons, so to speak. So it would have a lot of experience that were kind of terrifying. Um, I think at one point, one that I can vividly remember is, I was having a dream of. Uh, think it was my aunt she came up to she came up to me I was sleeping she came up to me in bed and just started choking me and got on top of me and all of a sudden it turned into this dog and I was in sleep paralysis and then I'm like there's something over me and you know it it became very scary like I started having a lot of these scary experiences but in a way I think that was meant to heal a lot of that inner stuff and it came out in that way manifested in these negative entities and once I was able to kind of face those demons on the astrals or in my dreams, um, I started kind of stepping more into my power. I started stepping more into the realization that I am uh, a a powerful, sovereign being and that nothing can really hurt me in in that space. So it kind of helped me really step more into into my power and know that I'm safe, that I'm divinely guided, that no other negative entity can really have power over me or control me. And it was kind of like it threw me into the deep water and you have to kind of learn how to swim while you're in there kind of experience, but yeah. Oh, wow. Well,
0: first of all, thank you for sharing that because I mean, I love that you just brought up the word entity. Cause this is one of the beginning things that went on with me as I got divorced and had all these health issues or whatever. going down my youtube rabbit hole which was like a reoccurring, um uh daily activity um i i stumbled upon a a sound healing um video which you can find guided meditations there you can find all kinds of like solfeggio frequencies to help raise your vibration Well, i happened to stumble on one that was help, was to help rid um rid yourself of entities um and um i forget what they called them actually it'll probably come to me but uh, so i was like okay i'm going to listen to this it was 11 minutes and, um, I put my earbuds in and it was this music that was very like, <laughs> it was like all like, it was like not peaceful or whatever, but all the comments like below the video were like, Oh my gosh, this totally worked. And it was like all uh, thousands of thumbs ups. And I was all "What is this, you know? So I listened and the, and the guy had very specific, the sound healer person who made the music he had these very specific, um, instructions, like listen to this 11 minute audio, every day for seven days and then listen to it once a week you know for maintenance so i was like okay well what is it gonna do and he was and so he was answering all the questions like in the comments so i was just like like reading everything and they're like well what's happening is is like every time like you have like a negative thought or you have a limiting belief or your self-worth is in the shitter or whatever you're feeding an entity you're feeding like the hunger of like these little these little gremlins inside of you. So it's like, you have so the, the, the audio kills the gremlins. Like it, 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 it aggravates them. They don't like the noise so that they actually start to disappear. So I, I, so I started doing it after my first day of listening to the 11 minute thing. The next morning I woke up in like a pool of sweat. Like I was, just, it was just like, my whole bed was like wet. I was like, what the hell? You know? So then I did it again and again. And like, I would, very prone to like negative thinking. I've had very traumatic past, So I'm, I'm saying this to anybody because, you know, entities, they could be anything. They could be insecurities. They could be just constantly thinking the same thought over and over again. I know for, I don't know if any of you guys have experienced this, like being addicted to listening to like a sad song, like over and over and over again, like you're like hip, you're hypnotizing yourself to the frequency of this like sad song. So this audio, like really like killed a lot of those gremlins. So I'm saying this because, you know, I don't think we realize like on a physical level, you know, the 3D reality that there are entities, like if you like all of this space, like there's things like in, in other realms, you know, energy like guides and vibrations and all this stuff that just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. And just because we're negative thinking doesn't mean that those are even our thoughts. You know, if we're all truly one, who's to say that that person that you were like in line with at the grocery store wasn't thinking all the shit things and then you go home and you're all of a sudden like in a bad mood, you know, we don't realize like we're so subjective to like, like touching the vibrations of others. That's why they say like your environment is like the most important place that you can like, you know, you can pick your friends and you can, you know, make sure your house is clean and like. You know, make sure you have good smelling things around you and all that stuff. Like, you think those little things are, like, so little, but they're so not. So I'm, I'm kind of going on a tangent. So thank you for bringing that to our attention because I think it's important. Um, I'm going to go ahead and um, call on you, Heather, um, mm-hmm. to talk about – what was I just talking about? Um, not just entities, but um, – The environment. Yeah, the environment. And what yes.
4: we consume. Got it. Yeah, let's talk about environment. So, exactly. Okay, so absolutely. Everything that you consume, um, I think that we think primarily about the food we eat, right? So, we make a lot of choices. We want to make sure that we are ingesting things that are good for us. Um, We're aware of chemicals, of pesticides, but that goes way beyond the food that we eat. So, it can be chemicals that could go on our body. It can be the frequency of what we're watching on TV. It can be social media. It can be anyone and everyone that is a part of your environment that will affect you. Absolutely. And just like you said, everyone carries vibrations. They have energies. Um, You know when you're drawn to people and you can feel their light or they feel like sunshine. And you also know Say someone is going through a really difficult time and you feel like you can feel their grief or their sorrow, that's because you can. So how you help yourself in in life, in situations, um, some things that you can do. Number one is just awareness. Being aware of everything that you're consuming in every single way with your environment and ways to feel better, uh, salt baths. I swear by salt baths, um, they help so much just cleanse everything um, and also water, being around water, being outside, being around trees, around the earth, feeling the sun on your face and really getting back to nature. So ways of self-care, the salt baths, go on a walk, be outside um, and also just reconnect to part of your tribe, your soul sisters, whoever they are, those people that feel like sunshine, because that is part of our self-care that really helps uh, relight our spark. So Mm,
0: beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. (sighs) Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay. So we have just 15 minutes left. Um, I like to do I don't know. I call it spiritual jeopardy, where I'm just gonna like ask random questions, and we're just gonna try to get through as many as we can, um, just to kind of introduce different things. It'll be definitions to words, favorite books, things like that. Um, but I just like, I just thought we could all just like take a deep breath. Like we've been at this for an hour and forty-five minutes so far. We've covered so much. This has been so freaking amazing. Um, I know there's just so much value. In in fact, just the vibration of this group alone is just like, I know this video is going to get thousands and thousands of views. Um, so I just thought we could do like a little breath, um, work and maybe, um, I can have you Heather, um, like lead us in like a quick quick little two minute, like breathing exercise. Absolutely.
4: All right. So wherever you are, Just settle into your chair. Put your feet on the ground. Feel yourself connect into the earth. Feel the support, feel the love. And deep breath in. Hold. And release. And now you're just going to continue to breathe nice and easy in. Hold, and out. Now, while we're here, everywhere that you're supported, in your chair, on the earth, with your feet, I want you to feel that connection go down deep, deep, deep into the earth, into her core. All that beautiful earth energy, all that light, all that love. I want you to feel that flow up, up, up through your connection, through the soles of your feet. Up, up, up. Filling and swirling through every part of your body. Anything that's not serving you right now, any thoughts, any doubts, any anxiety at all, are just being collected up. And on your next exhale, as you release, that's just gonna go back down, 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 into the earth, and deep breath in. Hold. And release. (sighs) And one more time, in, hold, and release. You're all filled up with that beautiful earth. And anything that you released will be transmuted into pure white light and will go on to live at that high vibration. And whenever you feel complete and back in your skin, go ahead and open those eyes. Feel yourself reconnect.
0: Beautiful. I want to thank you, Heather, for leading that. And I actually wanted to remind um, or let everybody know who's listening. So um, all the women that Uh, They are part of the Holistic Fashionista Club, that means that they contribute to Holistic Fashionista Magazine. Um, this is a coffee table uh, publication that we release every quarter, so if you want to learn more about them, um, you can read their articles on our blog. You can also pick up the version of the magazine. Um, we do have, I think, all the issues in stock, so if you want to check that out, um, it also is a great place just to like learn more about their area of expertise, and everything in here is very spiritual. It's to help you along your ascension process, um, so I do encourage you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Temple and pick up a magazine if you want to learn more about them and stay in touch. Um, Okay, so with that being said, um, I, I'm just enjoying our time together so much. I'm, you know it's always bittersweet. We have ten more minutes together uh, but I think uh, I think we've covered a lot of ground and it's like you know no matter where you are on this path, if you're already starting a business around your soul's purpose or you're just literally still toe dipping um, and you're still plagued with negative thinking and um, you know you've got, you're carrying some entities that aren't yours, um, wherever you are in this process, you know, Holistic Fashionista is a a platform, it's a community based platform to help you on whatever. Whatever level, whatever wherever phase that you're in in this process, there is somebody there to help you. Um, if you go to the Holistic Fashionista blog, you can learn more about all of our contributors uh, and just learn and just get to know some of these people. Follow them on Instagram. I'm gonna have everybody here today um, leave their information in, in the comments below this video in our Facebook group. Um, if you wanna leave it also on the Facebook fan page, the video will live forever on both of those platforms. We won't be taking those down. Um, so that would be another way to- to keep in touch with them. Okay, you guys. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to just go around and we're just going to do some spiritual jeopardy. And I'm going to go ahead and just start with you, Katerina. Um, what is a, um, let me make sure you're unmuted. What is a movie that you think our listeners need to watch?
2: Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I've actually started watching I don't want to mess up a name, but Brene Brown. She's on Netflix at the moment. And I keep starting watching it and then I rewind and watch the beginning because she has so many nuggets and I haven't watched the whole complete thing yet because I keep rewinding it back and going and listening to parts again and again and again. It She has so many beautiful nuggets. Um, I love to enrich myself with, you know, shows like hers um, that give a lot of great information and avoid anything else down the rabbit hole of series and things like that can distract me. But that is one that has been um, amazing to watch.
0: Okay, I'm pulling it up because I think it's something like Courage or something like that, The Call to
2: Courage. Courage.
0: Call to Courage.
2: It's on Netflix. It's um, it's great. great. I loved it. I thought it was amazing as well.
0: She's done her research for sure. Okay, great. So we've got uh, the movie. Okay, so let's go ahead and go to uh, you, Vanessa. What is a book that
5: everybody on a spiritual journey needs to read?
1: Um,
5: yes. Yeah, so the one that I, this one is literally my Bible. Um, the Seat of the Soul um, by Gary Zukov. Uh, Zu um, it's just, it is so, it talks about, um, literally the, like the 3d to 5d, just a little bit of different languaging. Um, but like the view of, um, like marriages versus spiritual partnerships, it was just like mind blowing to me. And, um, just like about intention and, um, intuition, creation, uh, creating from the heart. I mean, it's, it's, it's everything. So I, um, it's totally changed my, my life. And it, and, and it has a study guide with it too in the back so you can you know reflect off of what you've learned, which I love. So um, yeah. that's what I recommend.
0: Cool. I'll definitely be picking that up. Thank you. And then let's go to you, Allegna. What is your definition of ascension?
3: Um, ascension is an expansion of your consciousness so it's an expansion mm-hmm. of how you you look at the world how you interact with the world and create from that perspective so we are ascending our understanding and perspective of who we are and what role we play in t- in the world and the universe at, at hope
0: damn that was concise girl that was good I was like oh that's exactly what it is thank you I've been considering putting together a coffee table book called um the 5d dictionary and having like the club members contribute their own in their own words what these words mean because I know there's so many words um, that people are not all the way understanding what they mean so I love it thank you so much for sharing you're welcome Awesome. Let's go to you, Tiffany. What is your definition of the dark night of the soul?
1: I honestly don't know. <laughs> That's okay. give you a different one. Yeah. yeah, I've been meaning to like study that. I've been hearing that a lot. So yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So let's go ahead and tell me a high vibrational meal or food that you would recommend for someone going through a healing ascension.
1: Okay. Um, well, I would say I'm a vegetarian. So I, I like to have a, a lot of lentils, I think are really great and complete. Um, I would do like lentils with like black rice and maybe some beets, olives. I usually combine all those things together. Well, I have them on, on a plate, like a little, I don't know, like a Mediterranean meal with like maybe some hummus or something. And I always just feel like, I don't know. Complete, energized. I feel like amazing after I eat something like that.
0: Yeah. I agree. I
1: think lentils. So I'm curious. Like, how do you do your beets? Um, I just like boil them. Yeah.
0: Boil them. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. I'm making that. Do what spices do you use?
1: Um, I, I, you know, I play around, but um, I guess most recently curry. I've been doing a lot of curry. Yeah. All
0: right. All right. Well, thank yeah. you so much for sharing. All right, I'm gonna give that question um, to you, Heather. What is your definition of the dark night of the soul?
4: So the dark night of the soul, I always think of as like the calling card to Mm -hmm. wake up. It is going to have you question everything that is in your life, everything that you think you are, and it gives you the opportunity to rewrite what you expect, what you want, and what, who you truly are. So I think of it as kind of an alarm that goes off, that gives you the opportunity to begin again.
0: Mm. It's like the restart on your life. The yes. Reboot. The reboot. Wow. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Okay. So let's go ahead and, um, I know. Okay. I called on you. Okay. So Alegna, what do I want to ask you? What do I want to know from your brilliant brain? Um, what is something that you do that always brings you a positive result?
3: Okay, so I think the big thing that I've been kind of struggling with, so it's kind of the top of mind right now, is whenever you feel this urge that you need to be doing something, like this anxiety that we build around um, taking action and hustling, and especially like whether you're building a business and you're, you know, there's that, that side of you like, oh, all those messages of hustle, do more um or even just like to feel worthy you have to like be productive and clean the house and get all these things done so whenever i'm getting to this energy that i'm anxious about being productive i just completely step back slow down sit down out here in my patio so i'm around nature and just be just take some a few breaths and kind of a little bit with that that uh exercise that we did some and the variation of that i do that as well connect with the, the earth and just kind of release all that anxiety and it always helps me just come back to center back to balance which overall makes me allows me to do the things that actually matter instead of like doing things from oh i gotta do this and this anxiety and fear and worry so it just kind of helps me rebalance and take the action that will lead to good results and that feel good without any attachment to an outcome awesome how long do you uh you kind of cut off a little bit so i i I missed that
0: oh how long do you sit out there or do you just sit out there as long as you
3: need as long as i need sometimes there'll be a few minutes sometimes i need to stay there for an hour
0: (laughs) beautiful have your sacred spot by yourself with all the stuff that you love around you i love it Well, before we wrap up, you guys, um, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you wish that I would have asked you before we sign off and just you can go ahead and raise your hand if you have something you want to share or anything at all. I just winged it, you know, (laughs) I think we did a good job, though. (laughs) All right, you guys, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to unmute everybody. And we're going to just go ahead and say our goodbyes. I want to thank all of our people who are watching the replay. Um, if you're new to Holistic Fashion East, I hope this was a big, warm introduction to what it is that we do here. We have an amazing soul family of light workers and change agents and soulpreneurs from all around the globe. As you can see, they are all over the world. And we are all coming together, making a splash um, to help each other through that ascension process, to help us to um, live through the dark night of the soul, which is that wake up card um, to build um, sacred connections with our soul family, um, and to get out of, uh, third dimensional restrictions and into this freedom where the divine is present in everything that we do to trust the signs, to trust the universe, to know that we do live in a magical land and you are a magical person in that magical land. So thank you guys so much for being panelists here at the Empress Festival. It's been an absolutely joy. Thank you. you. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Until next month, our next um, Empress Festival will be in November. Stay tuned. Make sure that you register at the the empressfestival.com. If you're interested in being a panelist, you can check out the empressfestival.com forward slash panelist um, to learn more about how to get involved with holistic Fashionista. All right, you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. And until next time, stay sacred. Bye. Thank you. Bye.